Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Real Ones podcast with Desiree Crichtney. And today I will be doing Bible study. The topic that I will be discussing is the pride of life. And I will be reading from the King James Version. I'll be reading 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 to 7. And it reads, give me a second, please. And it reads this, known also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away, for of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women, laden with sins, led away with divers lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And I want to apologize if I sound very nasally every time I try to come on here to do a podcast. It seems like the devil start making my sinus act up. So I'm sorry if I'm sniffling, but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go ahead and get through this podcast. The devil not gonna stop nothing. So anyway. Um, yes, today's topic will be um, the pride of life. So basically, in this segment, I would be talking about how people are very boastful nowadays. Um, and this is exactly what 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 7 is talking about. It's talking about in verse one and verse two for men you know which means men women children shall be lovers of their own selves that they will be covetous that mean they're jealous and bolsters that mean they you know they brag blasphemers mean that they don't believe in god they they don't obey their parents disobedient to parents they unthankful they unholy and this is something that you see very much back in the olden days, but even more now, especially with social media. You see how much people every day, they come on social media, you know, bragging. You know, people do vlogs and, you know, they're bragging about, look at my new house and look at my new shoes and look at this and look at what I got, and I even saw a picture the other day of a guy on YouTube, and he was sitting down with a whole bunch of money, and he, and you know, just just bragging and just boastful, you know, and without natural affection, and 
this is something that this is another thing that is going on that people don't have love for people anymore like everything is just about self everything is about what i can get and you know i'm better than you and and if you don't and then this leads some people that have very low self-esteem and if they don't really truly believe in god you know this bragging that people are doing on social media can really lead somebody that has low self-esteem that doesn't believe in god that doesn't see that this is a trick from the enemy this can lead some people to really you know some people might commit suicide and the reason why i say this is because some people evaluate you know their self through you know things through material things or through you know how much money they have in their pocket and you know this is not an example of jesus christ because when jesus christ was on the earth he wasn't a bragger he wasn't a bolster you know he didn't go around saying look at me i'm the best i'm jesus christ i'm the i'm the son of god you know bow down and worship me this is not something that he was doing when he was here on earth he was very humble when he went around and doing miracles he didn't even sometimes let people know he was coming to the city he just went and did what he what he needed to do he did his father's work and then he went about his, he went about his business and yet we say that we are christians but what kind of example are we showing and i want to be honest that we need to think about what example are we showing because what about satan satan is um that he he is the bragger he is the one that told Jesus after Jesus fasted for 40 days and he saw that Jesus was hungry. He's the one that went to Jesus and said that if you bow down and worship me, I can give you all of this of the world. And you can you imagine how can Satan, how can Satan that was thrown out of heaven, how can he feel like he can give Jesus that owes that owns everything. How can he feel like he can give Jesus something? This doesn't make any sense, but this this is what pride, this is what pride does to you because you feel like you got everything on your own and everything you got is from God. Everything comes from Jesus. He's the one that made you, he's the one that made the earth and he's the one that made everything. And yet you and yet we feel like everything is is done through us. So um verse four says traitors. That means you know you would think somebody is your friend, and yet they will, you know, be a traitor. They'll tell lies on you. People are high-minded, lovers of pleasure. That's why you see people just out here you know walking around the um they'll they'll go and you know have all multiple lovers and people will go around 
and you know they do drugs and they drink and you know everything is about what i want and what makes me happy and even in relationships a lot of times relationships don't work because it's all about what this like a man may feel it's all about what this lady can give to me and what what i want and the lady feels the same way that what this man can give to me you know and everything is we're just very selfish nowadays you know we only think about ourselves nothing you know we don't have empathy for one another you know having a form of godliness and this is something that this is one of the most important points in this chapter in in second timothy chapter 3 verse 5 is very important because it says having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away and he's saying to turn away from these people especially people that say that they are believers say that they're followers of christ say that they are religious and they go to church every every sunday they go to bible study and they 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 speak in tongues and they falling out in church you know and they they take all these leadership positions but then when you look at their life they're actually worse than a person that says that they're 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 not a christian because it's like if you're a follower of christ nobody is perfect but there are certain things that you have to start to put off and you have to you you God said he renews your mind. He renews your mind. So if he renews your mind, the things that you do, you don't want to do them no more. And yes, sometimes we struggle. But how can you have a conscience? How can you say that you're a lover of Christ and you continue to shack up? How can you say that you love God and you continue to shack up with somebody, living with somebody that you know that you're not married to? How can you continue to do that? Isn't there a conscience that's supposed to come to say, I'm wrong and I need to do what God said to do? These are things that we need to put off. And this is a form of godliness. The form of godliness is that I go to church every Sunday. I say that I'm a Christian. I say that I'm a believer. I give my tithes. I clean the church. You know, I'm in church ministry, but you're not living the life. You're not you're not living the life of Christ. And and also this is something have to do with the preachers, even the teachers in the church. Nowadays people are not speaking against sin as much as speaking about God is gonna help you through this and God is gonna help you through that. But nowadays people are not talking about the sin. People are not talking about the things that we need to put off and to be more like Jesus and to be more humble. And this is what this verse is talking about, is that you have a form of godliness, but you're denying the power of God because the power of God will change you. The power of God will give you a new mind. The person that you was before, you will no longer be that person. It may take time to change, but once you truly are a follow of Jesus Christ, you will want to change because you want to be more like him every day. 
you know, and this is something that needs to be talked about more in the church. And, you know, everything nowadays is is a feel-good message and all this hooper and hollering. And, you know, people just want to go to church to see miracles, miracles. God, I need a miracle. God, I need you to do this. But what about what you doing? What about how you defaming his name? You going out there and you living a life that is unpleasing to God. This is stuff that we need to change. I know, like I said, we're not perfect, but we strive every day to be more like him. And it says in verse six, for of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with the, with the vile lust. And this verse right here is talking about that, you know, you're, you're just, you're just a follower. Whatever is going on in the world, you go ahead and you become silly and you just you just indulge in everything. And the Bible says that we are in this world, but we're not of this world. And if we are in this world, but we're not of it, we're supposed to be examples. We're supposed to be examples to the people that are not Christians, but yet we're acting just like them. How they don't, a lot of people don't want to come to Christ. And the reason why is because they see how we compromise. We don't, we don't want to talk up for what is right. This is the reason why so many pastors and I don't, and I'm going to speak and I know maybe many people going to be mad at me. And maybe after this, they don't even want to listen to my podcast, but I have to speak what God told me to say. The reason why so many pastors nowadays don't want to talk about adultery. The reason why so many pastors don't want to talk about fornication. The reason why so many pastors don't want to talk about shacking up is because they feel like they're going to lose church members. So they'd rather be a people pleaser than a God pleaser. That's This, this is what God told me to say. People rather be a people pleaser than a God pleaser. Because if they speak the truth and they speak about that sin, then they scared that they're going to lose church membership. So they rather do a feel good message. Oh, the Lord is going to bless you today. He's going to bless you that new car. He's going to bless you that new house. Everything is just about this world. This is a, what Satan teaches. Everything is about this world. We don't live just for this world. We live to go see Jesus. We live to, to, to do the right thing as much as possible. As much as possible. We got to put off the old man and put on the new. And the last verse is, forever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And I mean, you know, most of us that are in leadership, God is going to really charge us because if we know the truth and we're not speaking it, a pastor, a, 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 a bishop, a prophet, a prophetess, they're the ones that, I mean, everybody hears from God. 
but there, there are people that God speak to so much more. And when you're in leadership, God speaks to you and God tells you that you need to say the things that he wants you to say, not just a feel good message all the time. And there's nothing wrong with saying a motivational message, but sometimes you need to say a message that's going to that's gonna get to that person's soul, that's going to have that person start thinking about the things that they're doing in, inside their life and things that they need to change. Because I every day I have to think about the things that I'm doing in my life and things that I need to change that I know that are not pleasing. And this is something that is very important. This is something that we need to change. We cannot just go to church and have no conviction. How can you go to church every day and there's no change? How can you how can you be a Christian but you're living just like the world? You're on Instagram every day. You on Facebook every day. You on YouTube every day. Um, women are, are half naked. They have songs where they dancing and cursing and talking about they're the baddest, you know, B-I-T-C-H. I'm not going to say the word, but yes, I spelled out the word. I mean, actually, you're calling yourself a female dog. You reverse the word, but it's still, that's the meaning of the word. That's the original meaning. And you're, aren't you acting like the world? But you say you're a follower of Jesus Christ. Now I want to ask you, did Jesus go around saying that? Did Jesus go around saying that? Or did he say, did, or, or were he, was it, wasn't he talking about putting off the, the old man? And wasn't he talking about peace? Peace be with you to love your neighbors to do good to those who despitefully use you, but yet we gone around acting like Satan, but dancing with God. That's why the Lord says that not everybody that says, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those that do my will. And this is just a short message that I just wanted to, you know, come out and talk to you guys and and women that will listen to me about the pride of life. And pride comes before destruction. And let us pray. Lord Jesus, Father God, I thank you, God, for this opportunity to come out once again, Father God, before your people, Father God. And I hope, Lord Jesus, that you will help people to open up their ears and also their minds to listen to what does save the Lord. We just thank you, Lord God, for this message. We thank you, God, for the peace. And we thank you, God, for the strength, Father God. And we know, Father God, that there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. But every day we have to examine ourselves. We have to examine ourselves and see areas, Father God, that we know that cannot be pleasing to you, Father God. And, and we have to really do whatever it takes, Father God, to change so we can be a better example, Father God, that we can be a light that is on top of the hill, Father God. This is what we desire to be, Father God, as believers, a light, Father God, 
that is on top of the hill, Father God. Lord Jesus, we want to go that that narrow path, Father God, that leads to everlasting life, Father God. Help us to, to get away from that broad path, Father God, but help us to go to that narrow path, Father God, that leads to eternal life. Thank you once again for listening to the Real Ones podcast of Desiree Crichton, and I hope everyone has a blessed day. Bye.